I'm trying to juggle the thing. I'm pounding on the door. Oh, wow. And finally, I mean, I started to get really panicking because I thought, how? Who's, nobody knows I'm here because yeah. I was traveling alone, so nobody knew where I was. <laughs> Let's peek inside the mind of a boomer. This is Boomer Randomness, a podcast dedicated to the baby boom generation with random observations about boomer life from boomers, including topics like music, movies, memories, marriage and divorce, retirement, bucket lists, kids and grandkids, travel, medical crap that old people talk about, and a whole lot more. Here is your boomer host, Bernie Lucas. This is the rest of my conversation with Jan Thomas and Heidi Phillips, two well-traveled retiree friends. Jan, what are some of your most memorable trips? Actually, one that, the first one that comes to mind is actually one that Heidi and I did together early on in her retirement when she was trying to figure out where she wanted to I live think in the world. It was actually pre-retirement because maybe it was yeah, yeah. a few years. Um, but we went we went to Panama for about ten days. We have a mutual friend who actually owns a couple of places there. He's a real estate agent, and he gave us some advice. Although you know we weren't for whatever reason we didn't stay in any of his properties. Um, yeah, and so, you know, we went to Panama City, which was like a big city and, you know, nothing remarkable there except one little bar in Old Town that we really liked. <laughs> um, but we visited the coast there and then we spent some time in the rainforest and it was, for whatever reason, there's a little town there called Boquete that I just fell in love with. And when I think about places I went that I just, you know, that just, did, you know, called to me in some way. Um Panama because it was not a place we knew a lot of people had gone and a lot of people said why are you going there but it was it's a place I'd go back to and spend more time yeah a lot of Americans retiring there and in Costa Rica yeah, that was the, yeah. that when that was the point of why I wanted to just see you know what it would be like to be there um, because the cost of living there is much cheaper than here yeah um, it's very close to the U.S. if you need to come back or want to come back. Um, medical care is good there. They use the American dollar. Um, so there's a lot of advantages just yeah. being right there. Yeah. yeah. What would Heidi, what would you say is your one of your most or more memorable adventures? Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's a hard question. Most <laughs> memorable. I may have to get back to you on yeah, that Yeah, one. yeah. 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 I, 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 although I'm sure because of your fascination with Italy. That they, that, they've all been great. I haven't yeah. had any bad experiences, I don't think. Yeah. So. Um, that was actually my next question, too. Are there any misadventures that you can think of? I wouldn't say misadventures. I, I would say that one of the things I'm learning about myself um, as I continue to travel and, you know, and, and I, I like doing a lot of different things is that. I like cities, but I love nature. Yeah. And so the, you know, when I am traveling, especially for an extended period of time, um, the balance of some time in cities and then lots of times out in whatever it is, mountains or rivers or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting because I hadn't, wasn't something I expected to be true, but I've, I'm learning it's very true for me. Yeah, you, you took a trip sometime in the last year where you were doing some mountain hiking somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we went to Colorado last year and yeah. hiked for a week. Yeah. 
I like the amenities of the city. I like going to see museums and if there's culture and things. I mean, I like being in nature, but I, I like to ex- really explore a city. And, you know, talking about misadventure stuff, the only one I had that I can think of offhand, I was on a train, a regional train going from Florence to um, the town of Luca last year because um, I, ha- I did meet some people and, and had friends there, so I was going there for the day. And I got locked in this train bathroom, and I could not get the oh. door open. And I'm in there, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, you know, because this is not a great train anyway to start with. And I'm uh-huh. thinking, I'm trying to juggle the thing. I'm pounding on the door. Oh, wow. And finally, I mean, I started to get really panicking because I thought, how? Who's, nobody knows I'm here. Because yeah. I was traveling alone, so nobody knew where I was. <laughs> nobody so I, had a seat I waiting for you. I finally got it over. That's probably the only, like, and it's a minor thing, but it was a little scary at the time, yeah. being locked in a bathroom. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I have done very little out of the country yet, but just in the country, I, I, you know, I really have had very few misadventures. Yeah. In fact, the only, the only one that I, I had the real mixed feelings about that was I, I spent a week in Jamaica in the, in the 80s. And um, beautiful country, but my experience there was not very good. Mm-hmm. And it should have been because it was a honeymoon, but <laughs> but, but it wasn't. It had nothing to do with that. It was just, you know, there were just so many, the, the poverty level there, and I'm assuming it's yeah. probably still that way now. So it's like you can't walk on a street anywhere and not be just constantly harassed to buy something, anything. But, you know, the, the nature part was good because I did get a couple of, you know, out-of-the-city kind of experiences mm-hmm. there. So you guys each have some interesting travel planning in, in destination choices. I'm thinking, so Heidi, last year, when, you know, when you ended your long stay in Italy, yeah. you and Jan met in France. You know? We did. I left, we did. I left Florence and... and yeah. We had a little wine tour set up in, in a little town um, where they make the champagne in France, uh, yeah. in that region. <laughs> so um, I flew from Florence, met her. We had rented a Airbnb or VRB, well, I can't remember, but anyway. Yeah. And um, so she got there before I did. And so we spent a few days in Paris. Then we got on the train and then met some friends of ours that we had met on a previous wine tasting tour and spent a couple of days there. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And Jan, your Cuba adventure, you came home by way of Key West? We did. <laughs> Margaritaville. <laughs> Which is, yeah, same climate and all that. But um, again, after being on a very organized tour for a week, to have right. a couple of days just to get up every day and say, oh, should we ride bikes today or just drink wine? It was, it was <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. So Heidi was talking about our... Um, our trip to France last year, I think one of the other experiences that we both had is um, we've met really cool people just by happens, happenstance in traveling that um, we have this couple that actually live, well, they live between Nevada and Utah, Park City, Park yeah, City. Mm-hmm. Um, that we met on a on an organized wine tour that we were on for five days at it was supposed to be eight people, but it was right after COVID, so it ended up just being the four of us. And we just became fast friends. And now once a year, we try to figure out how to, you know, meet up with them again somewhere. They've come here to D.C. But there's, if you open yourself up to it, you know, to like talking to other people and stuff like that, you your world expands a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and I would just add to that that what I have 
experienced, especially last year, is that if you're traveling alone, and being, I can't speak from a male perspective, but being a female traveling alone, if you're in a restaurant, because I made myself go out to eat by myself, uh-huh. you know, because you can't eat. If you're by yourself, people will start just start talking to you. Yeah. And you meet some interesting people. In fact, in one restaurant at lunch, Jan knows this story, but there was a guy behind me that was speaking English. And anyway, at the end, long story short, we started talking. Turns out he and his, he's divorced now, but they were married. They lived in North Potomac. He lived here in Courts of Devon for a while and so now lives right, in Annapolis. Right, so right in the right neighborhood behind we live me. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, so you don't have to go very far or you can go very far and still meet people. But yeah, so traveling alone, you really do. People are more open to you and more willing to help you if you look like you are having a problem or, you know. Yeah, yeah. Is it unusual for a woman to be alone in, in, in say, Italy? Yeah, I didn't see a lot of females by themselves. I probably saw more males by themselves. I saw females that were clearly traveling that were together, like in in groups of two, but not too many solo. Boomer Randomness. I'm Bernie Lucas talking travel with my friends Heidi Phillips and Jan Thomas. What's on your travel wish list or bucket list for the future, Jan? That list is probably as long as where I've been. Um, <laughs> I think, well, two things are next up for me. And one we have sort of in the works right now, Costa Rica. Uh-huh. Um, and part of it is because I loved Panama so much that, you know, Costa Rica seems like a place I would probably love. So we're talking about that early for next year. And then the other one is Austria, mainly because there's a, hotel at a winery there that we know a, a local sommelier who has spent time there and showed us pictures and it looks really cool. So, yeah. <laughs> so nice. that's, that's a maybe for next year. And you also told me another time about the uh, presidential libraries. Yeah. So that's my local or my U S thing is with, yeah. with two other friends who are my age and, and retired or about to be retired. Um, yeah, just to visit all the presidential libraries. And I can't even tell you where that came from, but one day I saw a map of them and I thought, hmm. And if nothing else, it takes you to some cities in the United States that you would just never put on your list of places to go. Right. Heidi? My list? number one thing on my wish list, and it's been there for many, many years, is I want to go to Tahiti. Wow. I have always, you know, when I see the pictures of these little huts over the water, on some of these resorts, that's like, I'm going. It's just a matter of I got to get there pretty soon, I guess. But yeah, within the next two years, I would like to do that. Yeah. How do you guys feel about cruises? Jan's been advising me. I have one, my first one coming up next year, my fiance and I, we've never been on a cruise. Well, I think the one that you're going on is the one to go on. It, as a general rule, I am not a cruise person because it's yeah. too confining for me. In fact, the Alaska one is the only one I've been on yeah. because it got you to where it's the right way to see Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am not a cruise person. I've been on them, the big cruise ships down uh, several times down in like through the Caribbean. Yeah, I did not like it. I did not like the whole the way it all works. Um, yeah. No, I would consider a cruise, and they have some very small cruise ships that are only maybe like two hundred people. Uh-huh. Um, I would do something like that depending on the location, but I'll never, ever again go on a big cruise ship. Yeah. And the one we're going on, it's a lot bigger than that. It's small as big cruise ships go. It's 1,400 people. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it was a choice between that one and 2600. It's like, you know, the 1400 sounds. Yeah. You, you like made a, the right choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Alaska more so. Well, I'm not a, the Caribbean, the only Caribbean thing, and I, I'm probably never going to be able to do this, is the blues cruise. There are lots of music themed oh. cruises, you know, there's a, a, a rock, there's some name for it, heart hard rock but there's some kind of a rock cruise there's a blues cruise where basically it's like just there's constant blues artists and you, you get to meet some of them and they're on the ship with you and it happens to be in the caribbean i don't care so much about the caribbean part i just want the music but um that one sells out so fast and you know you're, you've got to really really you know, put your money down way way in advance so I, I don't know if i'll ever do that one but i don't you know the alaska thing i have a feeling that's gonna really be nice yeah. adventure you'll, you'll really like that yeah any travel tips for people because you're pretty both of you experienced in domestic and global um and any you know i mean some of the you know the obvious things you need a passport you know stuff like that <laughs> yeah. yeah i would recommend if you're especially if you're leaving the country is that, you know, we mentioned Rick Steves because he's right. very famous for his travel books. There are other travel books as well. Yeah, but his but are I would, His are. Yeah. I would recommend before you step foot in another country to get a book. And like in his books, the back part of the book tells you things you need to know about things like tipping, taxis, all these little dining out, uh, you know, things you need to know culture-wise about that particular area or things to watch out for or be aware of. And so, if you know that before you go, um, yeah. it makes your life a lot easier. I, I was in Florence last year, and I was in a shop, and I heard two people that I, they were Americans, and um, complaining about the service in a restaurant. Mm. And if you read, if you check, and you you know about the area you're going to, you know that, like particularly like Italy is an example, when you sit down at a table, they will not bring you the check unless you ask for it. So you can sit there all day and think you're getting really bad service that nobody they think it's very rude to bring you the check, you know, before you want right, it, before right. you ask for it. So that would be my number one recommendation is to do some research on where you're going and the things you should know, you know, before you get out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jan, anything? I think mine would be plan enough, but don't over plan. Leave lots of time for you know, just experiencing the culture that you're in, whether it's in Paris, like sitting at a cafe and having a glass of wine and just taking in the life there. Yeah, it's, you know, you want to do the things you're going to that country to do, but don't over plan it. Yeah. Yeah. A little spontaneity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and always leave time for shopping. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Pack light, is that another potential? Pack an extra carry-on tote that you can bring back your <laughs> your purchases in. Right, right. The Rick Steves thing and, and others, I've watched it, oh, God, at least 10 or 15 cruise videos, and almost every one of them is addressing the issue of what to bring and what not to bring and how to how to pack light if you can. Yeah, well, some of us have a yeah. problem with that, but um, <laughs> always pack because you're going to buy things. When you're in another yeah, country, yeah. you will buy things so you need to have yeah. something some way to bring them back or travel with someone who's the light packer oh there's so who always jam. has room yeah. in her bag <laughs> for the stuff that won't fit in yours uh -huh. you we'll probably do a whole podcast on on just on packing, packing. yeah that's true actually. Yeah. any final um 
tips or adventures to talk about or anything else? I would just say don't wait. You know, we are of this age, we're retired. If you have the time and the means, don't put it off because we just don't know. Yeah, I definitely would agree with that. It's, yeah, don't put it off next year or the year after if you can do it now. Great. And Heidi, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Tell all your friends to listen to this episode. (laughs) Well, of course. All right. Thank you. I'm Bernie Lucas thanking you for listening to my Boomer Randomness podcast. I'm always looking for feedback and suggestions for topics to cover. Check out boomerrandomness.com or email me directly at podcastbernie at gmail.com. Here's what's coming up on Boomer Randomness. In the next few episodes, we'll look at psychological issues related to boomers and aging, such as coping with solitude and depression. Also, a look at boomers who still work and are challenged with multi-generational workplaces. Learn more about Boomer Life at BoomerRandomness.com. Check us out on the Boomer Randomness Facebook and on Twitter at BoomerRandom1. Okay, Boomer, thanks for listening. And tell everyone you know about Boomer Randomness.